here we are. We're starting right now. This is episode 82, No Laugh Track Podcast. Thanks to Circle of Heat, letting us play the music as always. Love those guys. Like them on Facebook, Circle of Heat. Like us on Facebook, No Laugh Track. We're also on Twitter, at No Laugh Track. Uh, enough of that business. Also, oh, I should mention we have a new logo. It started uh, popping up about a week or two ago. Love it. Check that out. Right now, the return of Tracy Ashley from episode 29 to episode 82. I was on episode 29. 29. Oh my gosh. 29. That was two calendar years ago. It was. That was 2012. Oh, was it? Two? Okay, I keep thinking it was 2013. So it was 2012 I did the your podcast. Yeah, right before wow. Christmas. See, I was here, though, in 2000. Was I here? No, it was 2012. You uh-huh. were totally right. That's uh-huh. right. That's right. Hey, I listened back to it. Yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. I'm, I listened back to it. <laughs> And I, uh, I know that a lot has happened to you. You know, a lot in, has happened. In, in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. We were going to get to all of that. First, today's Wednesday, so you performed last night. Performed last night. How was it? Show. It was fantastic. Uh, had like a half full, I guess, right about a you know, medium crowd, mm-hmm. for a Tuesday, which I was happy for a Tuesday night because I've been here back in the day when it was just like just a couple of rows, you <laughs> know. So it was a decent crowd. Yeah. And they seat them well here. Oh, yeah. So um, the two openers were fantastic. And uh, we had Nate Apshire oh, yeah. and Rob Burrill. Very funny. And I believe this is Rob's first week emceeing at Acme. Okay, yeah, I don't know yeah, that name. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's very, very funny. It's a great show. People need to come, need to come out. But um, what was great about last night for me was my first show of 2014. Yeah. And I had a bunch of new stuff that I really wanted to work on. So, and I had my new CD. Right. So this is, this is all like these new firsts for me. Oh, my gosh. I actually have a CD now. Yeah. So I had to remember that. I almost forgot to, to mention promote it. it. I'm, you know what? I mentioned it it's when the show's over and they're clapping. No, no. I, I forgot. I was having so much fun. I forgot about it. There's your, there's your phone there's reminding phone. you to mention the uh, CD. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, and then after the show... Correct or incorrect, you stayed up all night because... Yeah, yeah. Well, because I had so much fun writing. I wrote a lot of... I've been writing on my break and writing. I've been doing a ton of colleges. Yeah. And when I do the colleges, you know, there really aren't many restrictions, but some schools you go to, they tell me, hey, you got to keep it PG or hey, you got to be... Uh, I've never had G rated, maybe one time, and I was really hard for me. But PG at a college. PG, yeah. It depends what the situation is. If it's Little Sibs weekend, meaning the students have invited their, their siblings. Oh, yeah. So there's, you, there might be a 10-year-old in the audience. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So you've got to adjust your act for that. And I'm able to do all of that. So, so when I come to the clubs, it's like, yes, I can be free. I'm yeah. running. You know, and, I just tr- and I have so much fun. And I went out on stage last night and tried all this new material stuff that I know would not work at a college, but I could do it here. And uh, it was, some of it was went over great. Some of it did not. But that was a great feeling. And then, you know, got to, you know, do some stuff off the CD. Um, they were just a fantastic crowd last night. And, I, and my problem is I, I used to be a cruise director, so I right. love people. After the show, you know, I'm always – I need to sell my CD. I'm sitting there, how you doing? Talking about their personal life, you know. One guy's telling me he'd been divorced and oh. he wants to get an RV and go around the country. I'm like, oh, my goodness, my aunt and uncle did that. <laughs> da, 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 da. We're just talking and talking. And the, uh, Dan Schlissel from Stand Up Records, right? you know, he says to me afterwards, he goes, Tracy, you just got to remember, you got to sell your CD. He goes, you sat over there for 45 minutes and talked to these people, and I did. I talked to a ton of people just talking. Oh, no, I hope there wasn't a line, and then as you're talking to one person no, no, it's I, dying I sold, down i sold a few you <laughs> know i good. sold a few but we were just talking and, right. and they, they were just a great crowd so then afterwards i we kept it going i got with another comic and brandy brown mm-hmm. and we started writing and uh once you get excited about what you've been doing that night and you, you we gotta finish this we gotta cap off these jokes so i'm sitting there we're just writing and stuff i went to bed at 7 30 this morning oh my god yeah uh, are you sure it wasn't just because you were trying to find out before anyone who was going to be the next Vikings coach? I heard about that. This, uh, here's the funny thing. As I'm going to sleep, it's on the news, on the television, on, in the hotel room. We may have a brand new coach. Yeah. Like, oh, sweet. When I wake up, we'll know. All right. Did you, uh, is it at the uh, hotel over there, did, yeah. the, did they deliver the newspaper in the morning? Did you, did no. you hear the thud of, no. on the door? No. I, they, they're getting a little lazy. I don't know what happened. I didn't have a newspaper or anything, so I, I don't know. But you know, who, did they uh, announce who it was? Yes. Or? The Vikings do have a new coach. And this will be the, f- we got to be the first podcast talking about okay. this. Okay. <laughs> who is it? Because you know His name is, uh, 
what is it now? Zimmer. I always think George Zimmer, men's warehouse, that's, but that's not it. Ooh. Mike. Mike Zimmer. You said George Zimmer. You know I thought you was Zimmerman. No, Wait no, no. Hell no, he ain't the new coach. <laughs> <laughs> we whooping his ass. No anyway. guns <laughs> No guns allowed in the Metrodome or wherever they're playing. Right? That guy's not invited. <laughs> so his, what is his name again? John Zimmer? John Zimmer. John Zimmer? Mike? Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. That's it. Okay. I'm going to go with Mike. Okay, we're going to go with Mike. Cincinnati Bengals defensive coordinator, ah, now Vikings head coach. Okay. My, I'm sure my husband will know all about that. I, uh, but it's been a long time since I've stayed up all night with kids and a job that starts at 530 in the morning. That never happens. Mm -hmm. But back like 10 years ago when I was a a lowly intern at the radio station, I would hang out there all night. Mm -hmm. Isn't it weird? It's just, just made me think of this getting home and the newspaper would be sitting at my door from the news that happened like while I was awake and then I was still awake. Mm -hmm. You know know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like. Yep, that's how I, I was. I should be sleeping before I get this I, news. I'm like, am I dreaming? Yeah. There's a new coach. I must be dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> and then when I got the text from Derek saying, don't forget about one, I knew the time, you know, to be here. And I was like, okay, let's get up. Let's do it. And as I and then I'm like, is it faster to drive over in the ice and try and find a spa- parking spot or walk over in the snow and freeze? So I just walked over. You walked you, in your yeah. parka? No, I just walked over. Yeah, oh my God. You see, I look like an Eskimo or something. Black Eskimo. <laughs> <laughs> That's got. Is that a drink? Are there black Eskimos? And isn't that a drink? Is it a drink? I don't know. It should be. It'd be, be chilly. Give me two that. black Eskimos. It'd be badass. <laughs> two black Eskimos uh, hold the ice. Right. Actually, ice would have to be an ingredient, would it? Crushed ice. Yeah, cru- See. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where should we begin on all the things that have happened to you in the last year? Let's go back. Let's. You mentioned, you mentioned the CD. Yes. And when you were here, you recorded it here? I recorded the CD here. Yep. And uh, with stand-up records. Mm-hmm. And we it, we took some time to kind of bring it, to put it out. I didn't want to put it out. I didn't want it to record it and put it out in two months. I know a lot of people do that, or they'll put it out the next whatever week. I really wanted it to sound good. And, you know, Dan does a fantastic job. Yeah, he's really good. And I also wanted it to coincide with things that are going on in my career. So right now I'm starting my, you know, back 2014 on my tour, start mm-hmm. my colleges, so it all coincides with that. We released it December 3rd. So far, knock on wood, it's been getting some pretty good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who these critics are, I'll be really honest with you, I have no idea, but all the reviews I've seen have been good. Yeah. You know, um, one guy said, you know, said, you know, it's not groundbreaking, right? And he said, but she's amazingly funny. And I'm like, well, that's the point of the CD is to be funny. Yeah, you know, it's a and he, but he said from beginning to end, she's she's hilarious. I think what he meant was because it's autobiographical, right? And so I'm talking about and that's been done before, you know. But he's but he said that the stories he liked the stories yeah. and the things I talked about being from the South, moving to the Midwest, talking about my family right. and those experiences. Yep. Um, so the reviews were, re- were really good, and I'm happy with that. And, I'm, and at first I was so like, I got, you get nervous when you put your art out there, right? Because you're like, oh, now people can criticize. And I was so nervous, but once the feedback was coming back and family members listened to it, oh, I listened to your CD. People f- oh, from back in my, my past downloaded it on iTunes. They're in their car listening, you know, telling me it was great. The paid for it, I hope. Yeah, paid for it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Scenes, yeah. <laughs> Loved it and everything. So I'm like, okay, so now I feel, I'm like, okay, let me get it out there. <laughs> so I feel good about it. And the picture on the front, you're just, right on the front there. Yeah, you know, there was a big debate about that. Um, it, what we were trying to come with, uh, go with is like, it's my, my driver's license and I've had my license they were they had my name wrong. My name is Tracy Ashley. Right. People are always getting my name wrong. You would think this is this is this is simple. It's Tracy Ashley. My entire life, even to on the way here. That's your last name? Every single time. Like why are people so amazed? Come on now, it's 2014. Ashley can be my last name. It's my girlfriend's first name, by the way. <laughs> but that's what it, well that's what everybody <laughs> You're gonna, I was uh, flying to Colorado, left my boarding pass on the, on, an, on the plane, so I had to get another one for my connection. Yeah. And the guy was from the Philippines, you know, the customer service agent. I okay. said, sir, I left my boarding pass on the plane. I need another one. And he said, uh, what is your last name? And I said, Ashley. He stopped. You know, is that the last name? Like, like really concerned. Like, Are you sure? <laughs> is that the last name? And I said, Yes. And then he says, oh, because sometimes Ashley can be the first name. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. I was like, well, thank you for that information. Someday I might even meet one. You never know. You never know. And what was his name? Did you make fun of him? No. I just, I just, all I kept thinking his name about was, like, was he said the purse name. I was like, he just said the purse name. <laughs> 
the purse name. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> when you uh, do a, your next CD, whenever that is, you should call it Purse Name Tracy. Purse Name Tracy. <laughs> We've already had some different uh, t- uh, titles, people. As a matter of fact, the one critic, he wanted me to name it. Uh, I do a bit about titties, about mm-hmm. the word titties being, yep. hilar- being one of my favorite words and the funny word. He wanted that to be the title. The guy who says it's not groundbreaking. Oh. He wanted titties to be the title. <laughs> that does come to that. If you knew nothing about Tracy Ashley right. and the CD is called Titties, right? it, yeah, what you do is it's not. No. no, 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 no. Maybe, you know, Lisa Lampanelli would name it hers exactly. titties or exactly. something. Or even more uh, likely a male comic. Yeah. Or Amy Schumer or no, something. Somebody, yeah, right. but that's not me. No, you know? no, no, no. Like no. I, you know, my I don't want people to think ever that I'm some squeaky clean. This is not Sesame Street when you come to my show. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm an adult and we're gonna talk about some <laughs> adult things. I might swear a little bit. I might even drop an F bomb. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I am I'm not blue, dirty, and I, it's not I'm not going that route. Not because I don't enjoy it. It's just it's not that's not what I don't do I do. You know, you said that there are are there really sometimes ten year olds in the uh, audience? Yeah, if you're at, doing college, college shows and you're doing like uh, back to welcome back to school shows because they're bringing their parents. I did a parents weekend show. I've done again these little sibs weekend. It's where they get to bring their little brother. And what sister. is that like? Perform? I mean, you. It's um, got to be different. Not normally having a children in an audience. The great thing about comedy, either I love you get put in all situations. I love that. Yeah. I have done children's shows before. When I was a cruise director, um, we used to, I didn't, I wasn't a comic, but I'd have to entertain the kids. I was actually, when I started on cruise ships, I was in college, and in the summer, I would take my summer break and work on a ship, because I would, that's how I paid for school. And I um, was the youth director. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit on the first time. Yeah, so I've always liked kids, no, I have a few little kid jokes I can throw in there. You do. And I, the first time I had to actually do an all-ages show was at the Columbus Funny Bone. And I was featuring that week for Haywood Banks. And Haywood Banks does, he's a very popular, and he does an all-ages show. Oh, okay. So I walk out there, and they're just, they're kids running around, running the, in the comedy club. I'm like, what is, what happened? I felt like I was a clown at a birthday party. Oh, my God. <laughs> but the kids sat down, they got together. I did my set. I didn't really change anything. I mean, I, there were certain jokes I knew I couldn't do, and I was just featuring them, so I only had to do 20 minutes. But I did my set. They loved it. You know, <clears throat> I, because I know that you're friends with Pete Lee, mm-hmm. I have a story for you I okay. have to tell you right now. Um, so he was here just a couple weeks ago. Yes, he was. We talked. And, uh, and after I recorded the podcast with him, the day after that, I was with my kids, okay. and I was talking about it. And uh, I was like, you know, and I popped on his uh, Comedy Central 30, you know, his special, his, his special. half hour. Yes, his half hour. It's funny. And for the first like 10 minutes, it's very clean, right? I mean, <laughs> it there's totally little, is. There's, That's right. There's a beep here or there, but it's not even like. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my God. My seven year old daughter. It's so adorable. It's so adorable. My seven year old daughter now loves Pete Lee. Loves him. Loves him. The net, like, and then they were with me over the weekend and she's like, Pete Lee. Pete Lee. And that, can I tell you something? That's a great feeling. I've done shows and I love it when this, they'll come up to me and say, you, this is what they say, you rock. Yeah. Oh. That's the sweetest. Uh-huh. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. My daughter loves Pete Lee. I'm there did, I did turn I'm not it, surprised. He's a cutie too, so yeah, I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah, he, he is a cute little guy. And uh, <laughs> there's a, uh, I did shut it off towards the, I don't know, the last 10 minutes. I think he started saying like masturbation. Right. And so like, I'm, uh, okay, I don't, I'm, not ready to explain any of these words. <laughs> you know, it's clean enough for basic cable, but uh, right, not right. in my living room with my daughter. With your daughter. So. How old is your daughter? <laughs> that, oh, she's you seven. Yeah. You and then, seven. Uh, then I have another daughter, Anna, who is Anna. five. Okay. okay. And she, uh, I don't think she was in the room. She wasn't really paying attention, okay. but yeah, Megan was digging Pete Lee. That's hilarious. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Pete's awesome. And that's, that's something I've always wanted to, to appeal to a, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I truly do. Don't, I don't want to do children's shows, okay? Don't get me wrong. But I do like to appeal to puppets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do, do that. <laughs> Jim Henson made a good career out of it. I met Jim Henson. What? I'm, I'm old. I met Jim Henson when I, yeah, it's, it's one of my, fa- I, ne- I have never really told this story publicly, but it's one of my favorite, most absolute special memories in my life. You're, I want to hear this. I was uh, in the sixth, gr- sixth grade. How old are you then? 12? Yeah. 12, yeah. yeah, yeah. 12. Mm-hmm. 12 years old. I was living in Arlington, Virginia. 
I have a whole other life I, I'm starting to now talk about in my act. My mother at the time was married to a man who worked for the Department of State. And we lived in Arlington, Virginia. And uh, it was kind of like a lot of, dipl- not what do you call people, like I guess, I guess not embassy people, but um, where we lived. It was all people who worked for the Department of State pretty okay. much in that area. Okay. So it was pretty kind of private. So it was Halloween. We were all getting dressed up, and my mom was going to take us and a big group of kids, and we were going to go all to all the houses. Mm-hmm. So we get to this one house. They open the door, and Kermit the Frog comes around. No, was it Kermit the Frog? Let me, let me, get, it, let me get it right. No, it wasn't Kermit. Fozzie came around because uh-huh. we wanted to see Kermit, and he didn't have Kermit. But Fozzie came around, and we were like, oh, my God. I think it was Fozzie. Did he do Fozzie? I'm not sure. It was a puppet. It was one of the two. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Kermit. And I don't think it was Miss Piggy. I'm not messing up the story, but mm-hmm. it was a great memory. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, thinking, it was, I'm thinking it was Fozzie. Or did, the other, or did Frank Oz do Fozzie? I don't remember. Okay. Don't but remember. anyway, because yeah. I was a huge mm-hmm. fan. But anyway, when he came out, and we were like, oh, my God. And we were like, where is Kermit? Where is Kermit? And he's like, Kermit's not here. And then Jim Henson pops his head around. Fozzie's, the puppet's gone. He comes around. And uh, the, the woman who was there, she goes, do you guys know who this is? And all the kids didn't know. And I go, Jim Henson. <laughs> no way. And she goes, that's right. I said, that's Jim Henson. And he just looked at me. And it was funny. I mean, and, and he signed my little, um, he signed my candy bag. Do you still have it? No. Oh. I was a kid. of six, You know, I didn't, I should have kept that. I didn't think to keep that. But yeah, yeah he signed it. And, uh, you know, I think I put it away somewhere. Who knows what happened? We moved, After that, we moved overseas to Indonesia. So who knows what happened to that? But uh, I remember the next day I went to school and I told my teacher that I met Jim Henson, that he was over in our area. And when we went trick-or-treating, he was there. And I told her what happened. And she said, no, he was not. I said, yes, he was. Then later in the day, she said, you were right. She said, Jim Henson was in town at a parade. She didn't believe me, but he was in town and he was there for some parade. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So that I actually met the great Jim Henson. Holy mm-hmm. crap. Mm-hmm. It was one of the, and it was cool because cool when I, I saw him, and I was just like, oh, my. That was my first celebrity, I guess. Sighting, I guess. Sure. And it was he had that beard, uh-huh. you know, and that look. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. Ever since then, I had this thing for, oh, I love Jim Henson. And then when he passed away, it was just right. really, you know, so sad. Yeah, but really young. Really young. Yeah, he was in yeah. his 50s, I think. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Wow. I got to remember. I got to find out, ask my sister if she remembers if it was Fozzie who came around the corner. But I remember we were all like, where's Kermit? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, do you remember what he gave? What kind of candy? Was it, was it rich guy? I was so excited. <laughs> it, I just remember I was in the back and all the little kids were in the front, the little young ones. Mm-hmm. And we were just excited. And we just held our bags out. and They just gave us candy. That is amazing. But when I said Jim Henson, they were like, they both looked there like, oh, impressive. <laughs> I'm reading his uh, biography right now. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. My uh, parents, or my parents, my kids bought it for me for, okay. uh, or whatever. Someone bought it for me. Where's he from? Um, he is from, uh, uh, well, he lived several, he moved all over the place. Okay. Kind of like you. Moved around why, a lot. I wondered what he was, because he was just like in our neighborhood. I wondered, you know, did he, was he from that area? I think that sounds right. From Virginia? Yeah, okay. I think that sounds right. Okay. It, was, it was just so cool, though. That's amazing. All right, so you got the CD out. Yes. And, uh, but then the big thing that I saw you on television. That's right. On OWN. That's OWN, Open Winfrey Network. The uh, channel I had to look up and find out where it was. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I knew where it was. <laughs> yeah. I love me some Oprah. I knew where it was. <laughs> so you worked with Wanda Sykes. I did. That was the, the, it's been one of the greatest joys of my career. Yeah. You know, I hope I don't sound like I'm, you know, like kissing her ass or anything, but I, I, I really do. I'm just a huge fan. And I had a list of people I wanted to work with in my lifetime, like just the dream. You know how you put dream people you like to work with. Yeah. And there were only three. Chris Rock, Wanda Sykes, and Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So then the last time I saw you, yep. I got to open for Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Then the next year, I get a call from the, one of a producer who says we're doing this show on the Oprah Winfrey Network called Wanda Sykes Presents Hilarious. Yeah. And Wanda has picked a few comics, and you're one of them. And I'm like, Wanda Sykes picked me? That's just like, wow. Yeah. And, I, and at the time, I was going through this, as all comics do, 
what's going on with my career? What am I doing? What's next for me? How am I going to get my name out there more? I don't have a manager. Do you know what I mean? I'm doing this all myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a college agent, agents who take care of me and book me, and I have good relationships with some of the club bookers, but I don't have like a manager, you know? So I was like, oh, what's going to be next for me? And then I got that call and she, that just, it made, I remember telling my husband and we high-fived each other and he was like, see, you're always wondering. He, and my husband's my biggest supporter. He goes, I always tell you, you're good at what you do. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't slack. Just keep doing what you're doing and stay positive. He always says that. Even with his, you know, what he has going on. And so uh, my, my husband has MS, by the way. Oh, been, I don't think I, I knew yeah, that. Yeah, but we, that was um, when I was here the last time we talked about it, he had just, we just started looking into it. He was just starting to have pains and things were going on. Oh, my. And it's something I'm actually now talking about because both of us have one. He has an autoimmune disease, and I also have one, but mine is very mild. I don't have MS. It's very mild in comparison to his. And so now I've been sort of talking about that. And he's been such a support, even through all of the things he's going through. He's just like, get out there, go make this happen, you know. And uh, when we got that, we went to the, sh- the t- he was there at the taping. It was such a great thing because uh, they had me go first on my, sh- on my show. Okay. And I went out and um, I got a standing ovation. And my Where husband, was it filmed? It was filmed at the Oprah Winfrey Network. In the, I'm sorry, the studios, Harpo Studios in Chicago. Oh, the Harpo the, Studios. We did that show on the same stage that uh, Oprah Winfrey did her talk show. Oh, it is. I was on the stage, which is like, for me, it's like, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> I have arrived. Yeah, you get a car. <laughs> you get a car. Well, I have a joke that I do that I talk about um, my husband being a teacher and how he's always educating me, homeschooling me. And he asked me when was Abraham Lincoln elected into office. And I do this bit about not knowing and everything. And then I asked the audience, did you guys know? And I say, even college students don't know. Yeah. And I said, one student at a college, when I asked, she said, 19? I said, stop right there. You're not going to graduate, you know? And then I go, turns out she was an education major. And everybody goes, oh, I go, yeah. And then I go, imagine her teaching history. And so I do this whole thing, you know, 1972, Bill Clinton freed the slaves. <laughs> and Oprah Winfrey led the Underground That's Railroad. That's right. So the crowd starts laughing, and I go, and I say, "Could you imagine Oprah Winfrey on the Underground Railroad?" And I go, "If you look under your chairs," <laughs> so they're laughing, and then I go, "Freedom!" <laughs> they love that yeah. joke, and I, I'm, I believed Oprah liked it too because when they, when the show aired, they were tweeting lines, and they tweeted that line, and they tweeted another line from oh, another really? show. Yes, that's been a real popular. A lot of people really love the freedom joke. Uh-huh. So it was a great feeling to do that bit. Right there in Harpo. It was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so did you actually meet Oprah? No. no. Oprah saw us, though, from what I understand. But we didn't meet. We were all wondering, is she going to be here? Because I think if she had walked in, I don't know what we would have done. I think we all would have passed out. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she was not there. But, but, but my understanding was she watched the taping of it. She was able to see it somehow, I believe. And then how did, how did, did you find out how Wanda found out about you? They looked at, um, they looked at our sets. And at the time, the college agency, when I was here, had taped my set, you know, for, for promo mm-hmm. for, the, for the colleges. Right. And they had edited and put everything together. And I believe they watched that set. And that joke is in there. Who is, let's see. Uh, I have the names here. You probably know off the top of your head. It was Carmen. Carmen, Carmen Lynch, Lynch was on there with you. Yes, Carmen Lynch. Um, and also, and, not Andy Smith. I'm sorry. Andy was on the other show. But it was Carmen Lynch on my show, myself, and Marina Franklin out of oh, New York. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, as I've said uh, a couple times, Carmen Lynch was. I recorded a podcast with yes, Carmen, but I no one heard it. No, because the uh, the we had an audio problem. So you got to redo that when she comes back. Yeah, I know. We could have posted it. It would just would have been because it was it was uh, Carmen and Dan Saint Germain. Oh, that's we could have right. posted yeah. it with okay. just them talking, right. And not me. Oh, that would have been odd. <laughs> but like <laughs> what they're reacting to, I don't know. So we had to. Oh, well, you got to do another one. Carmen's was great. She's funny, funny lady. Very funny. And you were telling me, let's talk about you were, before we started recording. You were telling me about the, uh, you guys kind of did like some, sat around a table. Yes. Did some chatting. Did, you we did the uh, hilarious show. We uh, wanted to have discussions with us, like a round table discussion about comedy. We yeah. talked about females in comedy and all of that. And we talked about different things. And one of the questions was, uh, what is, have you ever said anything that got you into trouble? And... Uh, I don't want to mess up Carmen's joke, but she talked about, you know, being in a benefit or cancer benefit or something like that. And her opening her opening line was I my allergies are killing me. You know, that was hilarious. 
And uh, I told a story about I did a uh, college that was a religious college. It was a Baptist college. Now, I don't really do super religious schools mm-hmm. um, because, they're, you know, you got to be real. You got to be careful in these, you know, so I don't really do a lot of super religious schools. Well, but people get sensitive. They're about very that. sensitive. And I'll be honest with you. It's not even the students. It's the, 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 the teachers. That Faculty. Are there. You know, sure. they're, they're nervous. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I do this show. I had to sign a conduct form. I have never had to sign a conduct form. I'm a grown woman. I'm a comic conduct form. I sign it anyway. Yeah. Fine, whatever. I'm not going to do anything crazy. So I sign this conduct form. Before the show, this advisor is just like she's trying to scare me. You know, we've had comics here before and, you know, they just don't do well because they end up going dirty. And you just, you know, these students get demerits here if they swear. I go, what? Huh? Yeah, they get demerits here. And, you know, we're very, it's very, we're very sensitive. And, we, you know, we like comics like Brian Regan. I go, well, why don't you hire Brian Regan? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't afford Brian Regan. <laughs> well. Can you do his material? <laughs> right. So uh, I go out. Show is fine. I can do a clean show with no problem. With yeah. him. I told one joke, and it's about the movie Elizabeth. It's one of my favorite movies, Mm -hmm. and I talk about how I didn't know the Queen of England during that time. I believe it's either 16th or the 17th century. Did not she was not married? Okay. And I thought that was I thought well she had to be married. She's a queen. The queen has to be married. She was never married. And uh, I was you know I didn't know that and and there was I said and I said but she was messing around with somebody who already was married. I said but the queen didn't know that because he was a player. And I say, they were players back then. And I'm like, he played the queen. Are you stupid? You know? <laughs> and I do this whole bit. Right. And I, so basically I, I do the scene where she says, uh, he comes up to the queen in the par- at this party because she's not speaking to him. He says, Elizabeth, why aren't you speaking to me? She walks away and he grabs her and he says, you're my Elizabeth. And she says, I am not your Elizabeth. I am no man's Elizabeth. There's but one queen here and no master. And she walks out and everybody bows. And I remember that, that moment like, damn. That's how you exit a room, you yeah. know, like they everybody bowed. So I'm telling the joke. I go, I could have used that in my single days. You're at a club. The bar drunk guy comes up, wants to talk to you. You don't want to talk to him. He flips the script, goes from being nice to mean. He calls you a name. I've seen it happen. He might say, whatever, ho. Right. I don't want to talk to you anyway. I go, I am not your ho. I am no man's ho. There's but one ho here. <laughs> then I go, then randomly point at any other girl at the right, end right. of the bar. <laughs> and then run, right? The students love the joke. Mm-hmm. Joke kill. That was the only edgy whatever. If you could, if you consider that edgy joke that I did in that set, right? She calls my agency and she says, "You know, Tracy did a good job, but she said ho." <laughs> and my agent goes, "Tracy is probably one of the cleaner comics we have. Right. And if you think she was dirty, we might have some issues with some other comedians." Yikes! Yeah, she said ho. Just is, for that. Is there a uh, any other like punishment? Do they keep five uh, percent or no, <laughs> no? Like, really? She just it was. I think for her, I could see it in her eyes. She wanted me to fail. She wanted to prove once again. I think what she she doesn't really want comics, even though she said they, she want Brian Regan. Listen, they can't afford a Brian Regan, right? Probably doesn't know who Brian Regan right. is, so and she, someone told her that name. Yeah. So she just. I don't think she wanted comics anymore. I think she was trying to get away from comics. And she just had that one excuse. I mean, this woman went on and on. Like, she was trying to scare me to death. Then what was so funny to me, she goes, I'm reading the book, The Hunger Games. Have you read The Hunger Games? And somebody told me that's the most bloodiest, deadliest book ever. Yeah, I hear the <laughs> movies are tame compared to what's really in these uh, books. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that won't happen again because I'm not doing any more of those schools. I, did you do a lot of colleges in 2013? Did a ton of colleges in 2013. And then what was uh, great for also that happened in 2013, I booked four of the college conferences where you also get – you submit and you get selected. So I booked four conferences. And I'm actually going this uh, this next month to Boston to do the, the NACA Nationals, the College National Convention. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like uh, – uh, I was in Pennsylvania. I was in, you know, back in Boston. I did a, yeah, done a ton of conferences and booked a ton of schools. Then lost my, my luggage. I was on the road three weeks doing colleges, and Delta lost my luggage. And if you want to look it up on my Twitter, you can look at my Twitter feed and read the whole conversation and everything that went on. Okay. They, I was in Tulsa for the convention, uh, and I had to fly from Tulsa back to Rochester to drive up to the Adirondacks. 
Okay. And I was bringing a friend with me. There's a college up there, Paul Smith's College. It's beautiful up there near Lake Placid. I bet. Beautiful. So I brought a friend because I wanted, you know, let's enjoy it. Well, my, I got delayed because the plane was leaking fuel in Tulsa. So they got us all off the plane. But you know how these airlines are nowadays. They all got off the fl- plane, the pilot, the flight attendants. They just walked away. They all left. They just left us at the gate. We're done. No explanation, nothing. We're just standing there. Six in the morning. Oh, no. So then uh, a guy comes over, a young guy comes over with these business cards, and he starts handing out these business cards, and he says, okay, you guys call this 1-800 number, and you can reschedule your flights. And this woman, so funny, she like got him. She's, oh, hell no, he not. <laughs> she, she went nuts. So she's like, you better get somebody over here. Uh-huh. And then other people were like, yeah, yeah. all these people here. What she said. Yeah. yeah. So they got people over there. So they were helping us out. By the time they got to me, um, they'd be like, well, Ms. Ashley, we can uh, get you to Rochester, but it's going to take four flights now. Instead so of I, one. Instead of one. Huh. Four flights. So I had to go fly American on the first flight and then fly Delta on the rest of the flights. In the meantime, I said, well, can I get my bag? Because now i got to check my bag with American. Mm-hmm. They, she goes, or Delta, or however they want to do it. She goes, yeah, we're trying to find your luggage. Uh, 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 uh. They couldn't find our luggage. We had not left Tulsa. Where did the luggage go? They couldn't find our bags. It was the most unbelievable thing I had. Exp- I'm like, what is going on? So they tell me, you know what? We think that your bag has been sent to Rochester. So it'll be there already, you think? So as I'm leaving. It just goes, checked into your room. It's ordering movies. Right. As I'm leaving, they come running out. We found your bag. I'm like, I thought you said you our bag bags are no, we found it. And we're gonna get it on the plane. You go ahead. You we're taking care of everything. We'll get we'll go with you, get it all checked in. Uh-huh. I said, Are you sure? Yeah, we're sure. So I get on all these four flights. I finally get to Rochester that evening, waiting at the baggage claim, no bag. Getting and I, dizzy watching it. Right? <laughs> I'm praying, no bag. I get into, I go to the baggage claim, talk to the guy. He was from like, I don't know where this guy was from. I think he might have been African. I don't know. I don't want to mess up the accent. But I walk and I go, sir, they told me they had lost, they, they couldn't find my bag. Then they found it. They promised me that they would get my bag here. He goes, oh, they lie. Oh. <laughs> that was the first thing. Uh-huh. I just oh, they lie. They always lie. They tell everybody their bag going to be here. It never here. <laughs> and my girlfriend, Elsa, she turns her, she turns her head. <laughs> She starts laughing. Right. Because she's like, this is ridiculous at this point. Oh, they lie. That's the at lie. least you got the uh, 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 the message from this guy. Right. Great, great person to deliver it. But he was like, he was so like, listen, I promise you, we will get your bag to deliver to you. Are you staying at a hotel near the airport? I said, no, we're in the Adirondacks. He goes, oh, that's far. <laughs> <laughs> I knew then I was screwed. I'm like, Tracy, you're oh, not no. getting this bag. So we go get the rental car. He promises they're going to get the bag to me. Nothing. I'm calling Delta. Nothing. Literally, for five days, I had nothing. Literally, I had to just... And they told me, go ahead and buy clothes. I didn't trust that. I didn't trust that I'd get reimbursed. So what I started doing was tweeting. Because somebody said, Tracy, you should tweet this. I bet you'll get an answer if you tweet about it. Yeah. So I started tweeting at Delta. Yeah. Next thing I know, Delta Assist responds. Then I tell the students, hey, I need every because I did a show every day. I was like, I need you guys to tweet for me at every show I was at. And they're like, you know, two, three hundred students at a show. And they're like, T. Ashley 305, one student wrote, she needs her luggage. She just did her show in her underwear. <laughs> you know, they were t- they were they were t- I even one of them even like T. Ashley 305 needs her her bag. She's so funny. Hashtag titties. <laughs> Why does Delta retweet? Hashtag titties. They, they retweet that that tweet. <laughs> so finally, I get a phone call. I wonder if I have it. I saved the message. I had to get this phone call, and the guy's like, "We are going to find your bag. Your bag is going to be delivered. We're going to make sure you get it." I he said, "I got a message from our social media desk yeah. to call you right away and let you know where your bag is." I could not believe that. Finally, I get my bag the last night before I'm flying home. Finally, the last night before I go home. Wow. They bring it to the hotel and the, like, the front desk calls and they said, your bag is here. I said, great, just bring it up. And they're like, well, the guy says he has to see you. So I go downstairs and he apologizes and tells me that, you know, that they, this, is, this is a very odd situation. The bag had so many of those, 
you know, those tags they put on for yeah. your destination. Uh-huh. My f- girlfriend and I were ripping each one off. My bag went from Tulsa uh, to Vermont to LaGuardia to BWI to Syracuse. It never made it to Rochester. No. He drove it from Syracuse to where I was. I was staying in a hotel near Rochester. Holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> Who gets those frequent flyer miles? The suitcase or do you get it? I, I think the suitcase. <laughs> and the funny thing about it is the same that day that all that happened with my bag was the same day the nine-year-old boy with, with Delta. Oh, from Minneapolis to Vegas? Same exact day. Same exact day. No. And here what was so funny. When I got on my last flight, my last flight on Delta, I remembered there was a, a family. And normally, I've seen the, the flight, uh, the ticketing people, they'll just take all the boarding passes and count. One, two, three, four, five. That's enough for the family. You guys get on. Mm-hmm. This time, they were individually going through each oh. person in the family. And you are. And I wondered why they were doing it. I, at the time, I didn't know what had happened. Yeah. And she was like, and you're Molly? And you're, you know, she was getting all the kids, you know. Interesting. I've never seen them do it like that no. before. Uh-uh. So when I land, and after all this happens, I see that on the news. I go, you know what? That kid has my luggage. <laughs> that little nine-year-old boy that That's took right. my bag. That's right. He has all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Vegas. Right? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That was, and that was like, wow. So I've been talking a lot about that, about that on stage. Yeah. Holy Even crap. Wanda Sykes tweeted for me. Really? She did. She was kind enough. She said, at TSU 305, did you get your luggage? Then uh, the club started tweeting for me. I believe Acme put a uh, tweet up, and so did Cap City down in Austin, Texas. Uh-huh. They tweeted for me. They were like, a comic needs How their cool. luggage. They live out of their suitcase. Right. I, I mean, it was what, it was rough. At any point, were you going, "Oh my God, something super"? Like, did, was there anything embarrassing in there no, like, that you brought for that long it. trip? Well, okay, you know what's in my. <laughs> Come on, I, they better not search this. No, what's in my bag? Which is funny. Well, it's funny to me. It wouldn't be funny to them because I know. But I my I travel with an air mattress because I'm a germ. I have these phobias about mattresses. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a full-on aerobed bed, air mattress in my luggage. Okay. And the motor and everything in yeah. there. So I, it's hardcore. Like it's, uh, that was the only thing I thought because I kept telling my girlfriend, how am I going to sleep? I don't have my air mattress. So I had to, luckily she brought uh, Valerian Rune. It's a, it's a natural um, thing, pills you can take that make you sleepy. Uh-huh. So I took those. That was the only way I could get to sleep at night because they knocked me out. Luckily, I had a blanket with me that I could travel with, like like I'm Linus or something. But I had a blanket. <laughs> I need my blanket, so I had my blanket, and um, I slept on top. I put the blanket on top of the bed, and I took these valerian root. Like I took like five of them, and like within an hour, I'm like, I can't. You know, I just pass right out. Wow! And you got up the next day. Yeah, it, it doesn't leave any like weird, you know, effect the next morning. Holy cow! Mm-hmm. Uh you know, I tried to do something similar with, uh, you know, Panera, uh, not Panera. Sorry, Panera. I take this back. Uh, noodles, the okay, noodles and company. company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really enjoy uh, the uh, penne rosa. Love the penne rosa. Yeah, I love penne noodles. Yes. Well, I always get that with uh, shrimp. Ooh, that sounds good. Yes. Making me hungry. I've been getting that for years. Went there a few months ago, and the shrimp was awful. Oh. Awful. Oh, isn't that bad when you Awful. have your favorite, your favorite thing and you get it and it You pay sucks. extra for the yeah. shrimp and it was terrible. Like it was, I, you know, I'm no cook, so I don't know. Maybe it was overcooked or something. Okay. Like okay. it just, the consistency was all wrong of the shrimp. It just, it was disgusting. How do you cook? How do you so mess I couldn't, up I, shrimp? I mean, I spit it out. It was that bad. Like a kid, like, Meh, gross. So I tried that. I tried what you did. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to social media. I'm going to tweet these guys and, you know, like shame okay. on you. Okay. Very disappointing. And? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. They're like, it's noodles, dude. <laughs> What'd you expect? Get over it. <laughs> What'd you expect? Man? Fresh catch? <laughs> right? Next time, go for the chicken. This ain't red lobster. <laughs> the chicken might actually be from Minnesota. The shrimp obviously <laughs> isn't. So. I don't. so you got nothing from Nothing. Them. Nothing. Maybe they don't have a social media person. I don't know. I didn't get anybody in the crowd somewhere oh, to help me. I should have. Oh, sorry. You know what I started t- tweeting? Um, Richard Anderson was the CEO, I believe, Northwest Airlines. Yeah. And now he's up over at Delta. And he won't remember me, but I remember meeting him many years ago when I first moved to Minnesota. I used to go to this uh, friend of mine was a musician, and he was playing like a you know, piano bar type thing, and he, this guy was there. Yeah. And people were telling me, that's the CEO of Northwest. 
you know, all this stuff. So anyway, I tweeted at Richard Anderson. I used to I heard I know you used to live in Minnesota. So did I. Will that help me get my back? Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to somebody up above all of y'all yeah. to get this bag. Like, how far up do we have to go? Yeah. Uh, well, he didn't respond, but I know they saw it. And it was funny. They all Delta. All Delta could say was, "Sorry for the inconvenience." Every tweet, "Sorry for the inconvenience." You know that that happens so often that people lose their uh, luggage. I have a buddy. I don't think he does it anymore. But he was that was his part time job. Was what delivering the luggage that? Oh yeah. yeah. You know, people would be back home. The luggage yeah. didn't make it, mm-hmm. and he would go deliver it the next day yeah. or later that night yeah. or a week later. They, or... They'll drive. They'll drive pretty far. Yeah. I knew they weren't going to come to where we were up at, near Lake Placid, but they'll drive pretty far. To <laughs> Climbing. That was so funny. He goes, "Oh, that's far." <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you. We talked about it. You mentioned it a bit today, and then we talked about it last time. The uh, working on the cruise ships, yeah. and I suggested to you of all the traveling that you do with the uh, when you worked on the cruise ships, and then your job now mm-hmm. working all these colleges that you should get one of these maps and put the pins everywhere. Right. And you said you wanted one. Yeah, I told Th- my husband I didn't get it. This you Christmas. didn't get one. I didn't get this Christmas. I think he's he's waiting for some special moment. I don't know what's happening. A sale? I keep hinting. I'm like, you know what I really would like? <laughs> I keep telling him. He bought me a Sons of Anarchy jersey this year. Is that good? Is that a good gift? Well, here's what happened. I, I, every break, I decide to watch a show on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody does now. You watch the whole season. Binge watching. You binge watch it, right? Yes. So I watch Sons of Anarchy over my Christmas break. I mean, I got that theme song in my head. That's all I've been hearing. I feel like I'm, I know these people. And when I was done with all of the episodes, I'm like, what am I going to do? I felt like I needed to fill that void. Yeah, yeah. So I open. So for Christmas, he gives me a sweatshirt with Sons of Anarchy. I'm like, can I wear this in public? You know, SOA. So I, I just, it's my, it's like my night shirt. I sleep in it. <laughs> I felt that way when Breaking Bad ended. Oh, I was like, oh, oh that was another one. What to do now? Listen, I'm so into the. Well, you know what it is? We've been hungry for good writing, good TV. Reality TV took over. Fine, but we've been wanting some good stories. And that's Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad to me was one of the great stories. Oh, it's a wonderful, yeah, like, amazing. Yeah, it's a, I mean, I was like, this man is Vince Gilligan is a genius. Did you watch the Golden Globes on Sunday? I did. I actually, it's so dorky. I actually like got excited when Breaking Bad won and uh, Brian Cranston won. I was like, yeah, when they were doing the nominations. My guy. They, were do, they were doing the nominations. My husband and I were like, Breaking Bad better win. Mm-hmm. You know, like really, come on. Everybody was into that show. Yeah. Even when I do the colleges, the college students were into the show. Oh yeah. They're into. You know, we were. T- I, my shows are Breaking Bad. Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. Game of Thrones. I love me some Game of Thrones. Have you seen the trailer for the next season? No. Yeah, they just debuted it last Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a show. That's a show. That's a show. Like, I'll sit when my husband goes to bed at night. I'm home, and I just watch it, get my blanket, my tea, like an old lady, and I just sit there and watch Game of Thrones. I mean, that every episode ends on a high. Like, Uh wow. Uh Uh-huh. You know? Oh, you, and you just can't wait for the next one. I'm like, oh, I feel like these people are in my family. I start talking about them like they're just, yeah, Robert St- Stark. Yeah, he got it. He yep. got it in the end. You know? Yeah. Oh, when uh, under the Golden Globes, when they had the, uh, my girlfriend, like they were like, and now uh, presenting the next two awards, this person and that person. And we both went. When the uh, woman came out from Game of Thrones, yes. we, both, well, we both said, Mother of Dragons. I said, Khaleesi. <laughs> That's how he says it. Khaleesi. My Khaleesi. Oh, he's yeah. in love with her, isn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, he totally's in love with Khaleesi. <laughs> I love her. She's one of my favorites because, you know, whenever I know when they show Khaleesi, we're going to see the dragons. Yes. I love those dragons mm-hmm. when they were babies. Mm. Man, I was like, why can't I have a dragon to go on the road with me? Do you know how awesome that would be to have little <laughs> Don't mess with me. <laughs> like a parrot instead of right? a parrot. Just put, come out on stage, put my stool. That'll be like in my rider. I need a stool with a pillow for my dragon. There you go. Like, they say she's bringing a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a nest. He wants to sit in a nest. I don't want a big one. Just a little one. I think that was so cute. Yeah, like, why can't they, uh, um, you don't like how they mix certain dogs with a poodle so it stays small? No, let's not do that. Let's not do dragon that. Dragon poodle? Oh. <laughs> Maybe what, not. With wings? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Hey, um, in the news today, there's a, uh, a, there's a mosquito-borne virus appears to be spreading quickly in the Caribbean. And uh, I thought, of, when I saw this today, I thought of you because of all the traveling you did in the Caribbean. Yeah. Uh, did you ever, like, when you were traveling and working for the, did you have to go through, like, crazy series of shots? Like, did you ever fear getting any weird third world, you know? Uh, no. 
the, here's the weirdest thing about that. When I was, it was, I was on the ships in the '90s, right? Mm-hmm. The thing that was a big deal was was HIV at that time. That was the big thing on the ships. Yeah, really? Yeah, it was really weird back then. It was very hush hush, but we had people that had got it and people who, yeah, like I was, I fraternizing never, with the natives, maybe or who knows. But it was that was the that was the thing I would hear about on the down really? on the yeah I wouldn't hear. No, I never. We ne- I never had an incident where anybody. We went to some island and we got some flu or some fever. Never. Yeah. Never. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. That never happened to me. Now I do have a friend who was on a cruise ship and he got Legionnaires' disease, but that comes from the ventilation, I guess, from the bad in the on the ship. He got something like that, but nothing like from the island itself. Whenever I hear that Legionnaires, it, it, it always sounds like it's something that like uh, distinguished. Mm-hmm. It does, <laughs> and there's nothing distinguishing about it. <laughs> Congratulations! Right, right. You, your family must be very proud. You get a medal. <laughs> He's a Legionnaire. Hey, um, you uh, so you've worked with uh, um, Dave Chappelle, yes. who was a goal of yours. Yes. Now you got Wanda Sykes. Yes. Chris Rock is left. Yeah, I don't know if, that, if that's ever going to happen. I have there's a commercial and I want to ask you about this. I uh been thinking about talking to you for the last week. I got all this stuff and this was one of them. Okay. The commercial for that new movie with Ice Cube and uh Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that. And they call him in like in the one commercial it says like and blah blah blah, the funniest comedian working today. Hmm. I sort of call him, and I actually, when I was writing notes to ask you about this, mm-hmm. I couldn't think of Kevin Hart's name, so I wrote down Tiny Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how he would take that. That's a compliment, though. But um, One, do you think he is a Tiny Chris Rock? Two, uh, funniest comedian around. He's, well, here's the thing. I think he, he's... He, I mean, he's the hottest comic out right now, don't you think? I mean, Kevin is every Kevin Hart is everywhere. Yeah, you know, he's got a, a successful show on BET. Uh, that's going really well, and uh, you see him. You see him everywhere. Every time I turn the TV on, this guy is on some movie commercial. Yeah. He's in a, a just a regular commercial with LeBron. I oh, mean, that's he's right. With everybody, he's everywhere. And I have to tell you, I have a lot of respect for Kevin Hart because I had heard. Uh, I met one of his old college agents from back in the day, and he had told me how he was doing colleges. Oh, that made to me. I gave. I got. I just. He just rose up in my on my status. You know, status bar. Yeah. Because I know what that's like. And he did colleges. He'd go back and forth, back to L.A., and he would still get out there. He was always still working. Yeah. That's what I like about him. He's always still doing stand-up. Some comics become famous, do movies, and you never see them anymore. That's true. And then they come back and try to do comedy, and they're rusty, and yeah. you get disappointed. He's still staying. He wants, he's hungry. Yeah. Still. That's amazing to make it and still be hungry. Mm-hmm. Like that's motivating, you know. So no, I yeah, he is. He's a, he's one of the hottest out right now. I can't think of anybody else other than a male comic that everybody's talking about. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else. Louis C.K. Probably. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, but yeah, Kevin definitely. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Tiny Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how he would take that. <laughs> Well, I hope you meet and work with at least one of them by the next be, time no, we that talk. That would be fantastic. I want to hear all about that, it. I would love to just to, I would like to meet both of them. Chris Rock is just a, you know, he's a genius, you know, and I just, I don't know from, I remember watching Eddie Murphy back in the day and falling in love with Eddie Murphy and then seeing Chris Rock and I was like, okay, you know, I don't know. I just, I have always just felt like he's so, he's brilliant. I just love his writing. I love his performance. Did you ever think about wearing all leather on stage a la Eddie Murphy? I bought a leather jacket. I thought, well, this, save this for your HBO special. <laughs> yeah? Yeah! Save this leather jacket for your HBO. I think, would that be dated to come out in a leather jacket now? <laughs> yeah, but people... I wonder how that... I don't know. I don't think that would fit me. No? <laughs> no? With the leather pants? The leather jacket would be okay. I don't know. Well, maybe. Maybe. We mean the right boots, the right look. You know, I'm not... I am not a fashionista at all. So I, I'm thankful that they have wardrobe people and makeup people because they save the day. They yeah. Do. Did they check out what you wore on uh, the Hilarious? Oh yeah, that was rough for me. I didn't have anything. I didn't. Li- I didn't like what I wore for Hilarious, but that's what that of the three outfits I sent them. That was the one they picked, and I was like, oh well, okay, whatever. So yeah, I, that's what I'm working on now. What's the next look? You got to get the look together. You, you know? sent. So you had to send like pictures of your options. Oh, I probably shouldn't be telling y'all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's so interesting. That's you, do. you get yeah. yeah when you're getting ready yeah. for a show, you can, well you want some feedback. You know they want to make sure you're, that you're not wearing a logo. 
on the ca- on the camera. You're sure. not wearing certain maybe sh- maybe certain designs and patterns might not look good on the camera. Yeah. So they kind of want to double check for that. Now, is there going to be like a hilarious two? Or there was there actually was. Oh, there it, was. It re-aired just before uh, last weekend. The last two weekends. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, and a lot of people didn't know about it. Didn't know that. There were two more hilarious episodes. I was so excited because the ones we did were the first two. Right. So I was like, oh, if they like it, they'll continue to do more. Yeah. And so they did two more fantastic shows, and they had uh, some really great female comics. They had Helen Hong on the first one, Jessica Kirsten. And who was the other one? And Adele Givens. Okay. And then she had like all these other celebrity guests doing sketches with her. And then on the second one, she had, um, who was it? Uh, Aaron Jackson, uh, who's very funny, up and coming comic. And uh-huh. then they had Judy Gold. Oh, yeah. You know Judy Gold. Thought she's been here. And Cheryl Underwood from The Talk. And she destroyed, she killed it. It was a great show. I missed it. Yeah. I'm sure they'll, hopefully they'll re air it. And maybe you can find some of it online. And they also re aired our episode. Okay. I'll have to look that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I enjoyed. Uh, obviously, I enjoyed the one you were on. Thank you. So, thank and you. and Carmen. Thank you. I, I, had, you know, we like, I know same, two of these. We people. were the same one. Isn't that great? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, and I had so much fun taping that show. One of the one of the highlights in my career. That's really, really, really cool. I uh, <laughs> how much time do we have? I don't want to take up too much time here. I have. Ah, we got time. Sure. That's. Uh, this is something I found uh, recently. It's a uh, from nineteen thirty nine. Wow. Okay. Remember 1939? No, not no, me neither. Uh, it was when Bill Clinton uh, released the slaves. Released the slaves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> this is a uh, this is where do I have the note here somewhere? Basically, a uh, some sort of a psychologist put this thing together in okay. 1939 to ask men. This is to judge basically how uh, how good their wife how how you know did they did they, did they pick the right one? Did they pick the wrong one? Oh, okay. So these are questions that men would answer regarding their wives okay. back in 1939, and then it gives a score. Ooh, okay? Hear. So I'm going to ask you the question, and you answer this as if, like, how, what your uh, husband would answer for you. Oh, I got to speak for you my... Think, so yeah. I think like a man right yes. now? Yes. Okay. You know you, okay, know, you know you better than anybody. Okay. So... Looking this is at what my yourself. Would say about me. Mm-hmm. But this is from 1939. I know. Okay. All Perfect. Right. Okay. All right. My husband and I wouldn't have been allowed to be married in 1930. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. It's not good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's a he, whole nother list. Well, he hides me in the closet, <laughs> so nobody knows. That's right. Does he always close the door when you're in? The, oh. <laughs> Does he tell people? Does he, yeah? Does he tell people that you just work for him? That's, that's exactly yes. what it. Yeah, that's, that's how it would be back right. then. Oh, I don't pay her. She works here. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So these are the negatives. Okay. So we're gonna do these, add them up, and then take them away from the positives and see how you score. Okay. All right. So uh, slow, and this is uh, would Tracy actually be described as slow in coming to bed? Uh, delays till husband is almost asleep. Ooh, that's the that's what his answer was. That's the you does that. Uh, let's see. Does that describe me? You're mm-hmm. saying does that describe you? Well, now it does as a comic. Yeah, I, it, as, it's so weird. That was the first one mm-hmm. because I just read an article that said the, the most successful couples go to bed. They go at to, at uh, at the same time. At the same time, even if one of you gets up. Now, see, as a comic, I'm up at late. I can't. My husband has to go to school. He's a teacher. He has to be up at like 530 in the morning. So he goes to bed really early, sometimes 10 o'clock. That's extremely early to me. Right. So we'll get in the bed. And that's what I do now. I'll get in the bed and go to sleep and then like ease out of the bed once he's snoring and once he's asleep really i'm wide awake i can't go to bed before, are you serious before one o'clock in the morning that's not no who happen. wants that more him or you they're going to bed together well i read that in an article but he when i told him about it he said yeah i would really i he wants that he said i would really interesting I, want, I, would, I would like for you because i'm gone so much during the you know year and he's like yeah you know I, I would prefer it if you did come to bed at night so yeah so i was slow coming to bed yeah <laughs> all right uh doesn't like children oh i love children we don't have any right we don't have any but uh i love children okay uh fall <laughs> fails pardon me fails to sew on buttons or darn socks regularly <laughs> I do my husband's buttons. You'd be surprised. You, Tracy you, Ashley will sit there. He he was shocked. My husband was shocked. Button came off his pants for work, work his khakis. I said, I got it. 
Damn. Mm-hmm. So while he's sleeping, after I get out the bed, I go to the living room and I'm putting together his buttons. Wears, <laughs> wears soiled or ragged dresses and aprons around the house. Wow. <laughs> This is what they did in 39? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, uh-uh. Yeah. These are all negative, so you don't want any Now, I might have my pajamas on. Like, when I come back from, you know, like, being on the road, I'll take one day. I'll have a, what I call a lazy day mm-hmm. to recoup, mm-hmm. and I might be, like, in my pajamas, you know? Sundays. That's pajama day. No, I don't know. Well, not no, for you, Sundays I is football. Are you kidding? We are football in my house. Yeah. Sundays is jersey. My husband is so funny. We get up. He's like, okay, baby, the noon game is the Vikings and the Bears. The three o'clock game is da 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 da. You know, he's like, we got to figure out what we're going to wear. I've got, and he'll, I'm not, this is, I'm not kidding you. He'll lay out in our other bedroom. He'll lay out the jersey selection. Whoa. He's into fantasy football. We yeah. are into football in our home. So he lays out the jerseys. It's like a holiday. Wow. And I'm like, okay, which one do you want me to wear? Well, I need points from this guy. You know, get out of here. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. So I will come. I may be letting you in our world. But yeah, I will. We, we are football Sunday. Big deal for both of us. And my husband loves it because I'll like, you know, we'll watch a game. And I'm like, oh, my God, isn't that so and so who used to coach for da da da? He's like, oh, I love you. Oh. <laughs> or I'll watch the game and I say, see, they look tired. Now, that quarterback, what, why did he p- throw that pass? That was a bad pass. See, he threw that too quick. He got scared. And then the, the announcer will say that. You know, it seemed like he threw it too fast. This is like you're talking dirty to your husband when yeah, you're doing and he, this. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. He loves it. He's just like, oh. And he'll look at me. He goes, this is why I love you. Yeah. <laughs> nice I job. love football. Nice, nice, Now, I'll nice. be honest. I'm not into other sports. You know, I'll watch uh, the finals for basketball. That's when I watched. I love to watch the Heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like they're always in the final. I hear they're good. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> but other than that, no, football is our thing. Let me see. Do you have, let me see your fingernails. Red nail polish. This no. one says, where's red nail polish? No. But I do, uh, we'll get my nails done, but I, I never wear red. Okay. Never wear red. Often late for appointments? Ah, yes. <laughs> That's Tracy. <laughs> That's Tracy. <laughs> Um, let's see. Goes to bed with curlers on or or too much face cream. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I want to do that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Face curlers? cream. Curlers. Nobody does curlers anymore. No. No. Uh-uh. Oh my now, God. Now that issue I don't have. No. When I, oh, when I used to see my grandmother in the curlers in the morning. Ah! Right? Ah! <laughs> you know, men do really. They don't like that. That's there's nothing appealing about that oh, at yeah. all. It's frightening. Uh-huh. Uh, do you do this? Put your cold feet on your husband at night to all warm the them time. up. All the time, all the time. He he's like, "Why are you so cold?" I'm like, "I don't know. My feet are freezing. You're no, always so no. warm." Are you a backseat driver? Mm, yes. Yes. <laughs> Constantly telling him you're driving too fast. He's like, "Honey, I've been driving for years." I'm like, "Watch out for that ice." He's like, "I see it." <laughs> ah. How about this one? Do you flirt with other men at parties or in restaurants? Never. Never. You got to remember, I'm like, um, no, you know, it's funny. I, that, does, that would never even cross my mind. I am, I have to admit, I'm kind of like that old-fashioned, southern, you know, uh-uh, you don't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm, you don't do that. And, and my husband better not do that in front of me. <laughs> one time, I'll never forget, we were, we were uh, engaged and we were going to Florida. And we're coming back from Florida. At the baggage claim. There was a woman on the opposite side in front of us, and she had this blouse. You could see all, everything. The breasts, everything was out. She bends over, and I mean all of it, just there. Uh-huh. And my husband's look. He looks, but it was, it was there. She looks up. She sees him looking. I see him looking. She looking at him. I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, baby, they were there. Yeah. They were just there. He goes, I get, went to get the bag. I looked up. They were staring mm-hmm. at me. You know, I, I've, I've been busted the exact same way that your husband was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hey, it could have been a huge scar on her chest, but it was right there. Uh, there was no I couldn't scar. look away. There was no scar. <laughs> well, then, just along the lines of what you just said, how about suspicious and jealous? Yes, I can be. I'm way better now. I actually used to do a bit about that when my I felt so bad for my husband when we first started. We moved in together. I went on the road and I came home. True story. And some plates were missing. Uh huh. Because I know how many plates we have in the house. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo. Right. Started with my cuckooness. I was like, "Baby, what happened to the plates?" He's like, "I." He goes, "I think I, I dropped one or whatever." Yeah. What's the big deal? That's all right. Okay, fine. Then I start checking. Next, some spoons were missing. Ah. Uh-huh. And I, I called my girlfriend who lives here. I said, yeah, some plates were missing. Some spoons were missing. She said, Tracy, 
who is this woman he is messing around with? This woman don't have. Actually, she goes, this bitch don't have plates. <laughs> this bitch don't got. She don't have forks. Who is this bitch? <laughs> so that's funny. <laughs> she, she's like, don't worry about it. I think it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get tired of going out to dinner all the time. <laughs> she goes, what's it going to... I'll never forget. She goes, what's it going to be next? Coffee mugs? Like, Ooh, hey, baby. You know? <laughs> Where's my purse? <laughs> well, I have to say, Tracy, and then the ne- you scored very well so far. Did I? Okay. But we're, uh, okay, now these are all the positives. Uh, a good Is a good hostess? Yes. Is Tracy actually yes, a good that's hostess? That's that cruise director in I was just going to say, I could answer this one. Meals on time? Do you cook? I do cook. Um... We don't have a schedule, though, because it depends. Like, my husband will come home. He gets home early. So, we, you know, usually we'll eat. It, it depends on what his day is like, you know. But, no, I do cook. I'm going to answer this one. Can carry on interesting conversation. Yes. yes. Uh, can play a musical instrument, for like, example, violin or piano. You know, I took violin when I was in uh, junior high. But, and it was the worst thing for my mother. So Yeah. <laughs> I, I had violin that. lessons in elementary school. I, we, I think we all did. Ugh. Did you play the bells? No. Oh, I was killer on the bells. No. I was kicking ass on them bells. <laughs> no, with that nasty violin. Oh, my God. Talk about old-fashioned on this one. Dresses for breakfast. Dresses for breakfast? Yes. Like dressed up for breakfast. No. I can tell you the only time I've ever done that is when I'm maybe with my in-laws or something. We might get up or at their place. and You know, you, you brush your teeth and stuff. But yeah. at home? Yeah. No. No. Well, that's old-fashioned. That would be oh. so odd. <laughs> you know, I'm going to tell my husband we should do that. Let's get dressed for breakfast. Stop being a- so damn formal. <laughs> I'm going to try that. I want you to put a suit on. I'll put my Sunday best on. My kids are going to be over this weekend. I'm going to do that to them. Oh. <laughs> no lucky charms until everybody has their uh, hair combed, right. dressed. Yes. Then you just give them a bowl of cereal after all that. Homework. Let's go. Uh, a neat housekeeper. Tidy yes, and clean. I do believe in that when I'm home. Matter of fact, that's what keeps me, uh, what will keep my day when I'm home, uh, my days off. I love to do all the laundry. I'll, when, I, when I get home, usually my husband will have the house clean and stuff, but since his, his condition, it's kind of hard for him to get everything done. Mm-hmm. So I tell him, don't worry about it. You take out, as long as you take out the garbage, you get the lawn done and all that, I'll take care of the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll get home Sunday, and I'm sure there'll be a ton of laundry, but the football game will be going. And we'll get up. I'll get my jersey on and all that stuff. And then we'll, uh, I'll start doing laundry. So, yeah, I, and I like to clean that house. I love the vacuum. But, uh, just quickly, my favorite uh, football team besides the Vikings is the Broncos. Oh, Bron- Do you have a okay. Broncos jersey? Uh, we have a Peyton Manning jersey. Nice. Yes, yes. Because I've always been a Peyton Manning Me too. fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he left the Colts, I wasn't a Colts fan. I no. just really like Peyton Manning. Yeah. And so I, I love Peyton Manning. I love watching him. He's all about football. That man is so focused. And I was just talking about him. I was like, see, the way he focuses on football is the way I need to focus on comedy. That's I right. I need to be like Peyton Manning, you know. My husband's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> hey, he's been on SNL. Maybe you could be someday. Mm-hmm. Right? right, right. Well, you know, they just hired uh, They hired an African-American female. Yeah, I was actually. Sashir Zamata. Do you know her? No, I do no. not know her. I, have, I know of a friend who does know her. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but I was really excited about that. And also two African-American female uh, writers oh. also were hired. And uh, also the same thing happened with Late Night. On, I think Fallon, they also hired an uh, African-American female. Look at that. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever want to do something like that? Like on SNL? Uh, when that came I out, never, were you like, man, maybe what if I... never I... wanted to be on SNL because I'm not an improv sketch person. Yeah. But I would love to write. I would love to write for any of those kinds of shows. Because just coming up with those sketches and ideas... Wouldn't that be fun? Especially with all the things that are going... Like, I'm like... I kept thinking, where are they going to have a black woman? There's so many things they could do. Oh, yeah. There's so much on television, things they can j- jump off on. Mm-hmm. There's so much. So I, I would love to write for something like yeah. that. Most well, definitely. Oh, that would be blast. Never does Tracy actually go to bed angry? I have before, but that's not something I, you know. Yeah, I have before. Who, who hasn't, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Asks husband's opinions regarding important decisions and purchases. Ooh. Uh-oh. Something must be sticking out. Ooh. My husband always says, if I need it, get it. Oh, that's good. You know? Um, does he say within reason after that? No. No. Because, I, you know what? I don't, uh, I'm not a big... I'm not a shopper. I don't shop all the time. So he knows that about me, you know? So, no, I never have that. No, we don't have that problem. Uh, Good sense of humor. Yep. I'm just going to say yes to that one. Religious. You said not so much. I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. And I know people go, what does that mean? (laughs) But that's just where I'm at, Mm -hmm. you know? 
I'm going to give you a yes for that one. Okay. Ah, <laughs> let's husband. This is the last one. Let's husband sleep late on Sunday and holidays. If he, whenever he wants to sleep late, he can. I don't have any problem with that. Nothing. Really, are, are the wives getting the husbands out of bed real early? Back at 39? Get up out of bed! <laughs> I wonder. I, wouldn't it probably be like the uh, rooster would wake, <laughs> wake you up in 1939? <laughs> I'm not going to add all this up, but I already know that... Uh, if, did, I, did I score well? Yes. The, if, you, if it was 0 to 5, it would be very poor, and the top is very superior. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm going to qualify you as very superior. Yay. I think this marriage I'm is going to last. Wife. I'm the good wife. Yeah, I think this marriage is going to last. Gonna, we are going to last. And, and you know, uh, I, we, we've been talking about the kid thing. I don't know what's going to – I really don't know what's happening in our future as far as that goes. Because, uh, you know, we, we, don't, we were talking about adopting just one. Mm-hmm. So, But I'm getting older. we got to move quick. So we're try- that's like a big thing for us right now. So I got to make, make up my mind. And it's – I think my career and all of that is kind of like, you know, it's like oh. – you want to be able to be a good parent, take care of the kids, give them everything that they want, need. Oh yeah. So it's like, think of all the new material. That's what um, I remember when I worked with Dave Chappelle. He asked if I had kids, and I told him I didn't. And I told him we were thinking about it. And I told him all you know we were just talking because it's really been on my mind since even then. Yeah. Right? And he said, he said something like, "It would make your comedy different," is what he told me. Yeah. So, because he said when he had his. How did you say when he had his boys, it was one thing, but when he had his daughter, he felt differently. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what that meant, but that's what he said. Well, I will tell you that uh, as a father of two daughters, okay. oh man, not you, it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it changes Different you. Different worry and concern. Oh my goodness. Okay. And yes. And it's. Well, it's funny because my husband said, well, would you, we adopt a girl or a boy? I said, boy. <laughs> A boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world. Right. But, uh, right. oh, they're, yeah, I mean, they're, it's amazing. Really? But it changes you. Oh, it changes how you look at things and how you look at other people. and Oh, everything. Everything. And I know it's, a, you know, somebody said to me last night, they go, Tracy, it's a life commitment. You know, you're older. You're going to have to get up in the mornings. I'm like, that's fine. Because I don't get up now, right? They're like, how are you going to do it? I go, well, I just have to change my life. I obviously won't be on the road like I am right, right now. There's no way I could do that. Things would change drastically. Are you still living in Indiana? Still living in Indiana. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll probably stay there. Even if I have to, like, go to L.A. or New York for something or whatever, we'll still stay in that in that area. Yeah. That's where his parents and family is. Yeah. But my family's still in Miami. Okay. Anything else you, we should promote here that's coming up or... You've mentioned your Twitter. Just, oh, my Twitter is tashley305, mm-hmm. and I'm also on Facebook. Just the NACA conventions coming up in Boston. Uh, and go to my website, tracyashley.com, because like I said, I have a lot of colleges, and I may be coming somewhere near them, and I'd love for them to... And some of the shows are open to the public. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So they can come on out. And for sure, please come out to Acme this week. Most importantly. It's a great show. It is. Come out to Acme. And I know we're getting snow this week again, but that's one thing. You guys are troopers. Y'all don't care. Y'all come out. Yeah, whatever. But it was so funny. As soon as I get to the hotel, the, the guy's like, just so you know, there's a snow emergency at <laughs> 9 p.m. I'm like, a snow emergency? <laughs> I like the way he said it. Just so you know. <laughs> he didn't want you to get towed. That's he was right. looking out for I you. Go, well, I parked in, your, in the parking lot of the hotel. He goes, good. But you need to know <laughs> there's a snow emergency. Uh-huh. Like, what's going to happen at nine? <laughs> be indoors. It's just going to be That's ca- all I'm saying. It's just chaos. <laughs> just be indoors. <laughs> well, continued success. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, for having me back on. I love doing this podcast yeah. with you. No, thank you very much. Great to see you. All right. Bam. <laughs>